Oh, dear. We become a race of peeping toms. What people ought to do is get outside their own house and look in for a change. Yes, sir. How's that for a bit of homespun philosophy? And now, Mystery Theater. Brought to you in part by True Value Hardware. Your store of first choice. they say, by the rise of civilization. But is it dead? Or does there move within us still the distorted shadow of some long-forgotten lore, dark images we dare not face? Jeff Moore never found the answer, but the question shattered his life. Again. 
The horse galloping toward me, the rider wrapped in a long black shroud. Suddenly he turned his face to me and it was a mass of melting flesh, the face of the man we buried out there in the sand. Why didn't 
wouldn't anybody tell us all this? Well, now, I wouldn't worry. Well, your uncle had the best ranch hands in the state. That's why Antelope Valley's such a fine money-making outfit. Well, now, just don't borrow trouble. Wait till we get there. See what it's like. I know what it's like. Flash floods, quicksand, rattlesnakes, and six feet of snow. Katie, we are moving into a trap. <laughs> Antelope Valley lay spread before the lone white L-shaped house, half hidden in cottonwood trees and bordered by bright flowers, and winding in the distance the gully that marked the upper course of the little yaki. Some Indians were standing around the corral. I waved, but they only stared back. And here we are, folks. After what we've been through, this is kind of like Shangri-La, isn't it? We'll just get the luggage out. Oh, there's your foreman. Hi, Ken. Hi, Joe. Uh, oh. Mr. and Mrs. Moore, Kenneth Yazzie. Yes. Uh, nice to meet you, Kenneth. Yes. I'll help with your bags. Well, thank you. And if you'll excuse me, I'll get back to work. We're just finishing up. Uh, all right, if I show you around later. Oh, oh yes. Of course. Uh, freezer's well stocked, isn't it, Ken? Sure is. Couple of sides of beef and a lot of game. Now, don't you carry anything, Mrs. Moore. Just get the door for us, please. I've had the house open and airing for you all day. What a oh, nice hey. room. What a great fire. And look at this. You wouldn't expect a picture window in a ranch house, now would you? Oh, your uncle built himself a real modern... Oh, look, look, huh? up on the hill. <gasps> what a beauty. Oh, you mean the horse. Hey, that's a palomino, isn't it? What? Isn't that a palomino out there? Oh, it's gone. I think you must be mistaken. I think you saw a deer. No, no, it was a horse. Oh, it's a wonderful golden mane. I'm going to get some sugar and see if I can't... No. Leave it alone. Why, Ken? That horse is no good, Joe. What do you mean? There's a bad feeling about that horse, Mrs. Moore. Leave her alone. She doesn't belong here. Whose horse is it? Bad feeling. Don't go near her. Let her go. But doesn't she belong to us? Doesn't she? Believe me, Mrs. Moore. You staying overnight, Joe? <laughs> no, no. I have to get back to the office. The title company won't run itself, you know. Well, you'll stay and have a drink with us, won't you? Uh, the boys want to talk to you, Joe. Yeah, sure, sure. I'll go out to the corral and say hello and, uh... <laughs> yes, Mr. Moore, I reckon i better have one for that road. We'll be right back. Well, what do you suppose that was all about? The horse, you mean? Hmm. That Indian looked so funny. I thought he looked frightened. A valuable animal like that shouldn't be running around loose. Oh, come on, darling. I, I want to see the rest of the house. Um, this... Oh, look at this kitchen. It's, it's huge. Hey, you can walk right inside the closets. Boy, hey, your Uncle Bush Hyatt was no teetotaler. I'll say that for him. <laughs> Get the ice, honey, and I'll see if I can find some glasses. Mm. There's enough liquor here to last the whole winter. What are you staring at? That horse again. Hmm? Look through this window. Oh, it's heavenly. Oh, Jeff. Boy, Joe Purdy's sure deep in conversation with those Indians. They're kind of a sullen-looking lot, aren't they? No, I don't, uh, I don't think I would exactly call this place heavenly, honey. 
Hostile seems a better word. You don't like it. Oh, just give it a few weeks trial and... Look, it's beautiful, Kate, but... Oh, I guess I'm just tired. Oh! Hey, we're in the kitchen here, oh. getting it all together. What do you have? Bourbon or scotch? Oh, bourbon. Bourbon's fine. I haven't found the soda yet. Well, tap water be all right? <laughs> Never mind the water. Uh, I'm going to ask you folks to uh, put me up for the night. Oh, wonderful. Oh, sure. Wonderful. Well... Here's to a happy life in Antelope Valley. Yes, Cheers, Joe. Cheers. You don't mind if I call you that, do you? <laughs> of course not. Everybody does. Well, I, uh, I have to ride out behind the hills tomorrow. Oh, why? There's a job to do back there. Nasty job, too. The ranch hands asked me if I'd do it. Why don't they do it themselves? No, they can't. There's something to do with their religion. Oh, and by the way, I want to talk to you about that. You got the best cow hands in the state. Now you'll get along just fine if uh, if you respect their ways, their religion. What is their religion? Well, as near as I can figure, the Indian lives in a different world from us. He lives in a world of spirits. <laughs> Where we see a cloud, he sees a spirit. Where we hear the wind, well, that's animatism. Well, I wouldn't know about that. But the important thing is not to rile those spirits. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll drink to that. No, no, I'm, I'm serious. I'd advise you to be. Because, well, I've seen some mighty strange things in my time. And now about that horse, uh, Palomino. Now, how about that? Now, is it ours or isn't it? Well, I figure it isn't. You see, anything the lightning god has touched belongs to him. You mean... The horse was struck by lightning? Hmm. It didn't hurt her. One of those freak accidents. But now she belongs to the lightning god. He'll strike down anybody who tries to take what is his. So, uh, leave her alone, okay? Oh, come on. That's nonsense. Plain superstition. It's what they believe. Well, Kenneth doesn't go for this rubbish, does he? He seems like an educated man. He was a track star at UCLA. Almost made the Olympics. But Ken is an Indian. I see. All right, now look, let's get this straight. The horse belongs to this ranch, right? And it's a valuable animal, isn't it? I reckon so. Now, you're saying that I can't keep her, can't even sell her because of some whammy that somebody's put on her? I'm saying you won't go near that horse. If you know what's good for you. But that's crazy. Now don't be so sure. Well, you don't believe this drivel, do you? I don't believe it, and I don't not believe it. Well, that horse is going back into the barn. It's ours, and I'm keeping it. You take that attitude, and you'll be in trouble. Bad trouble. That is superstition right out of the Dark Ages. It's older than that, I reckon. But it's their belief. And this would be one hell of a time to try to talk them out of it. They've got a dead man lying back in the hills to prove it. A dead man. Mm. If you're so cocksure about these things, ride out with me tomorrow when I go bury him. Katie leaves the two men, still stubbornly arguing the pros and cons of superstition, to stand at her bedroom window, watching the motionless stars. As one springs to sudden life and goes skimming across the sky, she makes a wish, then smiles at herself. A meteor, nothing more. What power has it to grant good fortune? Troubled, she turns to her bed 
and her first night's sleep in the eerie stillness of Antelope Valley. I'll be back shortly with Act Two of The Devil God. Because she was struck by lightning, isn't it? 
Let's settle this once and for all. This was my uncle's ranch. Now my husband and I occupy the place that he did. Your uncle understood Indian ways. I understand, too. I know how the ranch hands feel about the lightning god, and I sympathize. But I don't for one minute believe in it, and I don't think you do. Mrs. Moore, let the horse go. Otherwise, I cannot be responsible. You don't have to be. Just do as I say. He turned on his heel and left me standing there in the blazing heat. Tears of fury stung my eyes. I watched a buzzard circling in the clear sky. Then the thought of Jeff and the grisly job he had set out to do sent a shiver through me and I ran back into the cool ranch house. I prowled restlessly from room to room until in my uncle's office I came across a photograph album. A pictorial record of his days as a trader on the Indian reservation. A recent snapshot, not yet pasted in the book, fell out in my lap. On it, my uncle had written, Scheherazade, first prize, Santa Fe, 1972. It was the Palomino. I was so engrossed in the album that I, I didn't notice the change in the weather. A wind had come up and a door started banging. And I ran to fasten it. And I could see the cottonwoods outside riding in the wind. A few Indians had gathered near the corral. One of them, taller than the rest, wore a big black hat. He was pointing to the east, where a dark, menacing cloud hung over the hills. I felt stifled. I sat down, gasping for breath, and watched while the ugly thing spread like some monstrous growth across the sky. Shortly after sunset, Jeff and Joe Purdy returned. Honey? Oh, Jeff! Jeff, I'm so glad you're back. Not as glad as I am. What a day. Nasty chore. I reckon it gave your husband a bad turn. You better oh, believe it. You look exhausted, darling. Aren't you coming in, Joe? No, no, I'll just return our ponies to the corral, and then i got to get on my way. Mm. I want to keep ahead of that storm, at least till I cross the little yaki. Uh, you'll excuse me, Mrs. Moore? Oh, of course. Uh, goodbye, goodbye, and thanks, Joe, for everything. Come on, Joe. I'll see you soon. Sure, sure. I'll keep in touch. Oh, Ken, take these ponies. I've got to get going. Okay. You'll make it if you hurry, Joe. So long. Yeah. <sighs> Those cow ponies are tough little animals. I don't think anything else could have made this trek. It was rugged, huh? You'd never believe it, honey. I'll say this for the lightning god when he sets out to do a job. That boat must have hit the Indian in the head and spun him right around. His face was like melted. Oh, even his moccasins were split. And a funny thing, his blouse was untouched. But the sleeves were gone. Apparently went up in smoke. And the flesh on his arms was peeled to the wrist. Do you think it really was lightning? Oh, no question about it. Freak accident. Strange how often people use that word about lightning, hmm? Freak. Yeah. You have to see it to know why. I mean, it looks... It looks deliberate. You know, like two guys are in a boat and one is struck by lightning and killed and the other one isn't touched. You know what I mean? think it's malicious spirits. Chindi, they call it. Well, it's nonsense, of course, but I tell you, standing alone with Joe out there in the desert, well, it was funny, but it was like I could feel a, a presence. I kept looking over my shoulder. I told Joe, and he said, 
Yep. Chin D. That's the death devil. Chin D. Jeff. All right, look, honey, I was darn glad to get away from that. It's getting dark. That evil presence was... I better put on some more lights. Where, where's the light switch? By the front door. Oh, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Come on in the kitchen, dear. I've got a good, rich beef stew on the stove, and you'll feel better when you've eaten. Mm-hmm. scenery like back there? In sky, sand, and sagebrush. The handiwork of Chindi. Storm. My goodness, it's black outside. I tell you, I wouldn't want to be Joe Purdy driving back to town now. Lightning, look. Sheet lightning, isn't it? Scary, but beautiful. Get up the whole hill. The Indians say it was little gambler's fault. His fault that lightning struck him? Mm-hmm. They say he rode a horse that fire from the sky hit last year. The Palomino? That's right. He knew the lightning god gets mad if anybody takes what's his. You know, Kitty, I'm afraid we're going to have to give her up. Oh, no. She's a jewel, a prize winning, you know. And she's been so neglected. It's awful. Uncle Bush was very proud of her. How do you know? Pictures and standing beside her the day she took first at some horse show. Well, we can't keep her. Jeff, you're not going to let them drive her away. Honey, there are forces around us that we don't dare contend with. Jeff, what are you talking about? You know it's superstition. It's easy to say that here in this cozy house. But out there, in those bleak burning dunes, I tell you, Katie, there was something. I could feel it. I feel it now. You're not. Not in this weather. I won't let you drive her, drive her out in, in, into this weather. What's the matter with you? You said yourself this is nonsense. Bringing us trouble. Bad trouble. I can feel it coming like a hot wind. You've been out in the hot sun all day, and Joe Purdy has hypnotized you with this rubbish. Joe says the ranch hands will all leave if we try to keep her. Let them. We'll get others. They have good jobs here, and good jobs aren't looking to get these days. But honey, this morning I felt the way you do. But damn it all, you haven't seen what I've seen. That Indian looked like he'd been scalped. I know, I saw it. I'm not just talking. Now, we've got to get rid of the horse. Jeff, listen to me, dear. If we give in now, we'll lose all authority. You know, I had an unpleasant scene with Kenneth earlier. He was very rude. We can't start out that way. This taboo, or or whatever it is, is stupid and barbaric, and we're not going to yield to it. I'm going to make some coffee. Stay away from the sink. That's not superstition. The pipes form a perfect ground for the lightning. You mean I can't even run water for coffee? Not until the worst of the storm is over. It's heading for us right now. Joe was telling me that before lightning strikes, you can sometimes feel an electric charge run through your body. You feel your hair is rise. It's the hand of Chin D. Then you're probably going to be hit, and the only thing to do is drop flat on the ground and pray. Oh, Keep calm. Lights will probably go on again. It's awfully dark. Have we got a flashlight? Yeah, but it's in the car back in town. Matthew? Not since I quit smoking. Gotta be.
be some candles around here. I saw some this morning. I remember now, I was putting things in the kitchen closet. I know where they are. There must be matches there, too. I'll get them. Let's see now. It's over here past the sink. Yes. They're in the back on the third... against the sudden rush of his own superstitious fear. But one man's superstition is another man's firmly held faith. And perhaps the only safe conduct through the uncertainties of this valley of shadows is a healthy respect for the beliefs of others. Common courtesy or common sense should teach us that. If not, the powers that be find harsher ways to bring the lesson home. I'll return shortly with Act Three. An unfamiliar house, a wrong step, and a headlong plunge into black emptiness. Katie Moore lies dazed and frightened on a rough cement floor. Oh. Katie? Katie, where are you? Are you all right? Mm -hmm. I think so. Don't try to get to me, Jeff. Wait. I'll see if I can get up. Oh. Oh. Are you hurt? Oh. I don't know. Yes, I, I think I fell down. Be, be careful. All right. Oh. Now, where, where are you, darling? Here. Oh, okay. All right, listen, do you, think, do you think you can put your arm around my neck? Uh, I'll try. Oh. Easy. Uh, I better not try to move you until we get some light. i got to find those candles. I'll be right back, darling. Watch yourself. Right. Watch yourself. Oh. She's badly hurt. I didn't dare try to move her. Ken's brought her some lamps there. It just happened a minute ago. She fell down these steps. She was looking for candles. She thought she was going into the kitchen closet. And she opened the wrong door. I, I, I can't move. I can't turn over. Let's see. Oh. 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 Looks like it's a shoulder. My collarbone. My legs feel all right. I can move them. Right. Slipping your arm around her waist, I think I can hold her so it won't be too bad. But it's easy. Going to hurt some, Mrs. Moore? Ready? Yes. Right. You dare lift her? Yes. I've got her. Tell me when you're ready. I'll try now. Take it easy. 
Easy, darling. Easy now. Just, just a few more steps. Get me to the sofa. Okay. Can we get the lights on again, Kenneth? Another chance. Until the worst of this is over. I have a hunch it hit the generator. We're going to have to get back to the bunkhouse. All right, here we are now. Easy now, Mrs. Moore. Careful now. Easy. I don't want to leave the ranch crew alone too long. Yes, I understand. All right, go ahead. And Ken? Yes? Go to the barn and get rid of her. My horse? No, no. Katie, oh, no. don't make waves. Not now. You're right, you're right. Do what you think's best. Thanks. It'll make things a whole lot easier for me. Right, right. Let the whole room. Oh, my God. What is it? You see that? Yes, I saw it. They can't do this. I'll stop them. I'll try. Well, what's the matter? What happened? The ranch hands, honey, they're leaving. In that last flash, you can see a long line of ponies. They're all just quietly riding away. Oh, Jeff, I'm frightened. All right, now we have to keep our heads here. We can leave, too. I don't know. We've been in worse spot. We have plenty of provisions. It can't rain forever. I never thought it did that. Then, did they take all the ponies? No. Oh. But it was badly hurt a few days ago. Kenneth, why did they all leave us? There's bad feeling here. You mean they're frightened? I'm damned if I understand it. They're not afraid of dying. It is the spirit of death they respect. It is Shindy. Indians are proud before men. They're not proud before their gods. Black Hat is a medicine man. He says Shindy is very angry now. Says tonight, Chindi will take all Antelope Valley for his own. By morning, I was running a fever. It rained for four days without that. But part of the time, I was delirious, and my memories are confused. Try to drink this, dear. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'll never forgive myself. I'm a murderer. No, no, Mr. Moore, it's not your fault. 
We don't control these things. You, you said Cindy would kill anyone who touched his property. You said it. You know you did. It is my fault. It is. It is. I killed Katie, him. Katie, I killed please, him. Please. I killed him. Please. He saved our lives. Katie, and now I stop it. Him. Stop it. You've got to get this straight now. It was an accident. Do you hear me? An accident. I, 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 no. I killed him. I'll never forgive myself. It was not an accident. You all know what it was. Why don't you say it? It was, it was Cindy. Oh, God, forgive me. I, I, I killed him. She was to blame all her life. She's hysterical. Cindy. Cindy. Katie, listen to me. There is no Cindy. What happened was an accident. You've got to hold on to that fact.
lightning strikes, invoking a tribal taboo. Result? Two dead men and a house plunged into darkness. Two months and 3,000 miles later, a third man is struck down. Coincidence, of course. But what is coincidence? A word. A word we use to explain what we cannot explain. Our cast included Ruby Dee, Mandel Kramer, Leon Janney, and Guy Sorrell. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown.